Meet the Pressers is made possible by the Constitution of the United States of America and the freedoms that it guarantees to the people. We must recognize, promote, and protect all of the rights and liberties of all American citizens. An educated, politically active, and armed citizenry is our strength and the true fourth check and balance in this constitutional republic. Recognize your station and act accordingly. Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macrow. Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts. Welcome, everybody. This is Matt Mallory, and this is Meet the Pressers, where we talk to other shooters in the industry about self-defense guns. We do occasional gear reviews, as well as talk about politics, which is exactly what we're going to be doing today. This episode of Meet the Pressers is made possible with the generous support of thelawofselfdefense.com, Nikon, Shooter Technology Group, ASP, Saber Red, the Safer Faster Defense Responder 2.0, and Lee Armory. Thank you. Tonight's a very special episode. We have multiple guests from all across the firearms community. And we're going to be talking about chiefly the Second Amendment rally that's going to be happening in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, November 2nd. But before I introduce all the guests, I think it's kind of important that I make a special announcement. I'm very excited. Tonight we received word that the city of Pittsburgh, all of the restrictions that the city of Pittsburgh was illegally imposing as they were violating state preemption laws has been knocked down. And it's all thanks to Joshua Prince, our, our lawyer who is uh, in charge of the uh, the litigation and uh, our president of Firearms Owners Against Crime, Kim Stolfer, and Firearms Policy Coalition has been very, very helpful and supportive. Uh, they were part of the suit as well and a few uh, individuals who, who were plaintiffs. So we're very excited to have that news. The Allegheny County Sportsman's League suit, we do not have a ruling on that. It can come at any time, any day. We're feeling very hopeful that that will be a, also a big win for freedom and for our constitutional rights. The city of Pittsburgh and their Everytown lawyers, those that are bought and paid for by Bloomberg, have all said on many occasions that they will go ahead and appeal. So we're expecting that we're going to have to take this up to the next level. So uh, those of you that are still interested in supporting this litigation and sending some money to help us with this fight will gladly take donations. Tonight we can celebrate. Uh, liberty has been won and, and the city of Pittsburgh has, has, uh, has lost. I'm very, very excited about that. So let's move on with our guests. We have Kevin Dixie, John Patton, Michael Sedini, Ken Blanchard, Anthony Calandro, and Craig Deleuze, all from across the country. And uh, all of these individuals have been very pivotal in helping to spread awareness for the Second Amendment rally that's going to be taking place in Washington, D.C. It's important to recognize that no one organization is behind this this rally. It's, a, it's people from all over the country, different people from all walks of lives, different philosophies, who all have one thing in common, that they're law-abiding citizens that own firearms. So uh, with that said, Matt, why don't you start off with your group of individuals and let's uh, get this, this uh, show on the road. Yeah, that works great. And Clint, awesome in PA. Uh, unfortunately, I'm in New York, so it's a losing battle because on all sides, they hate guns and hate the uh, people that carry guns. So, um, But Still go to Albany and still meet with the politicians and as much as I can. So I'm looking forward to being in, in D.C. and talking it up that way. 
All right. Well, my first person here I'd like to introduce is Pastor Ken Blanchard. So author, blogger, pastor, podcaster. What don't you do, sir? Please tell um, us a little bit. Don't do dishes. Do, yeah, <laughs> I don't do windows. Well, not the type my wife wants me to do. That's why I have a dishwasher. So anyways, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're going to be talking about at the rally. Um, I've been in this fight since about 1991. I've been a firearms instructor, law enforcement trainer, uh, of course, pastor. Um, right now, I've been podcasting for about 12 years. So as the social media thing has grown, I've kind of used my voice to just motivate and keep the folks that are new going because I know how hard this fight is. When we get to Washington, D.C. Um, this weekend, I got about a 30-minute ride by car. I'm, I'm a local guy here and um, kind of jaded, too, because I see these, so, these same people in the shopping mall, and I know how they are. But the um, our elected officials are going to get a surprise this weekend. I'm representing the faith community this week. Um, during my struggle and Second Amendment advocacy, I've gone full circle. I've been um, an advocate for African-American rights in the community. I've been a concealed carry um, preacher. And now, now that everybody knows about concealed carry and um, they're worrying about the synagogues and the houses of worship, that little light is shining. So I'm kind of spreading the, the gospel there that it's okay to, um, to be armed and be a person of faith. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Um, how can people learn more about you, reach out to you, follow you, stalk you, all that fun stuff? Um, you can find me at blackmanwithagun.com. Anthony, we met years ago when I got certified as a NRA training counselor, came down there and took the course with Jimmy. So uh, that was our, our first uh, bump into each other, and I was impressed by your location most definitely. So tell, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you're going to be talking about, your speech, et cetera, going on down there, and then how they can reach out and follow you. Sure. Thank you all for having me on here tonight. <clears throat> you know, this is a, a very tough battle. Uh, I'm an NRA board member, one-year term as a 76 director. I'm an NRA master training counselor. I've been in this game since 92, a year after the Reverend. Started podcasting about eight years ago with Gun for Hire Radio. Very big on social media. I'm the executive vice president of the state NRA. I'm the guy that goes down to Trenton and calls them all rich, repulsive socialist pigs. And I, I really don't have anything to lose. I'm not a school teacher. I don't have to worry about losing my job by being the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners. And I've been trying to mobilize people for this rally uh, because I think it's important that we let our political masters see that they truly are our, our political, our public servants and not our masters. And we need to have unity and activism, stop the infighting state to state, stop the infighting between the two A groups and show our strength. Because, you know, Matt, you talked a minute ago that you're in New York and it's like a lost cause and a losing battle. Same thing in New Jersey. And I'm tired. 27 years in this game. I'm tired of you people in the free state telling me to vote with my feet and move. We have to draw the line somewhere because what I say all the time is what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. You know, the laws get passed in New Jersey and New York and California, and then the 47 other states get the same ideas and they start to pass the copycat laws just like ours. Somebody has to stand their ground. So that's my job in New Jersey. And it sucks because in New Jersey, holding the line, we consider a win. And people from Tennessee will message me and go, oh, you people in the blue states, lost cause, move to Tennessee where you can carry a gun all the time. Well, I don't want to move. I like 24-hour diners. 
I like living 15 minutes from New York City if I want some culture. Okay, so I'm going to stay here and fight. So that's going to be my message. And by the way, the Reverend inspired me to start a podcast nine years ago. Oh, man. Amen. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Look, this this was uh, fate bringing us all together. I'm looking forward to correct to, sh- to shaking everybody. Family, seat. yeah, most definitely. All, and, and it's it's neat because uh, what uh, Pincus had sent a message to <laughs> message to me. It's really neat that we're all from different demographics, different areas of the country, different uh, you know backgrounds, mindsets, etc. But we're all together for the same reason: Second Amendment. You know, just like the <laughs> what's on the wall back here. I like reminding people that the word bear is in the Second Amendment, but uh, the animal isn't the type of bear our founding fathers were talking about. You, you make an excellent point, Anthony. A lot of people, that is their knee-jerk reaction. We'll just move out of the state. And you're absolutely right. We, we're all proud of where we come from. Yeah. You know, if you're not proud of where you live, then, then yes, you should move, right? Right. And it's, it's definitely worth fighting for. And, and I see this happening all across the country, you know, you know, somewhat free states. Like Pennsylvania, you know, we always looked upon as a, as a relatively uh, free state that enjoyed a fair amount of liberty. And we've been fighting some pretty big fights over this last year. And had we taken that position of, and I'll just move out, then, then it would fall. So I, I applaud what you're doing, Anthony. And, and if there's any way we can help on this side of the, of the river, let us know. Thank you. Most definitely. Super. And uh, how can they reach out to you? What's the best way to find you? Gunforhire.com. If you go on gunforhire.com, everything is there. It'll take you to the podcast, Gun for Hire Radio, etc. I mean, I'm on every social media platform as well. I'm a social media prostitute as best as I can. So uh, <laughs> like me, find me, follow me, share me, and I'll do the same for everybody else. Awesome. Super. And Mr. Craig DeLuce, how, uh, how are you, sir? I am doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. I, you know, just to, I, well, for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm Craig Deleuze with the Firearms, Craig Deleuze with the Firearms Policy Coalition. I am in uh, the state of California, so I am on the left coast. Uh, I'm in the belly of the beast behind enemy lines. However you want to put it, that's pretty much kind of where I'm at. Um, I, I will tell you that I've been working, uh, I've been involved in politics, doing polit- either political commentary or advocacy for over 20 years. Specifically, I've been working in the gun rights movement uh, since 2013. Um, I will tell you, working with the Firearms Policy Coalition, an organization that didn't exist before 2013, uh, now we're in both California, Nevada, Washington, Oregon. Uh, we do grassroots legislative actions in multiple other states, as well as I lobby in Washington, D.C., I also host uh, for the Firearms Policy Coalition a, a program. It's a, a daily video podcast called Morning Coffee with Craig. It's on Facebook and it's on YouTube. And we talk about what's going on in uh, in the 2A community throughout the country. Um, this rally is is really important to us. And, and we don't, well, by the way, we normally don't promote rallies. Um, but we also recognize that we are right now in a position where there is a bipartisan effort uh, to subvert our civil rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's really what my message is going to be. It's going to be the Second Amendment is not a second-class right. Uh, and, it, you know, we have this term civil rights, and a lot of people, it's been stolen. And a lot of people think it means special rights for special people. If you're the right skin color, if you're the right religion, if you're the right whatever, well, then you deserve these special rights. But really what civil rights are is they're, they're the rights that are due to each and every one of us that are inalienable that are are granted to us by our creator um 
But most importantly, government doesn't give them, government doesn't take it away, and they're enumerated in our Constitution. And it's important that we stand up and that we fight for those civil rights, that we're active and that we're engaged. Because if we're not, well, then we're going to wind up eventually losing uh, those civil rights. Um, the Firearms Policy Coalition was created as an organization to, to promote grassroots engagement. Uh, we are probably, I'm, I'm proud to say, we are probably one of the most uh, ideologically diverse, meaning we have folks on the right, folks on the left, folks in the middle, folks on top, folks on the bottom. We have uh, ethnically black, white, Latino, uh, Asian, you name it. Uh, we have people of all different gender, gender orientation, whatever you name it. We are a diverse group of individuals who believe in one thing. Uh, we believe in the fundamental right to keep and bear arms and all of the civil rights that are a part that, that are entailed in that. And so uh, we're going to continue doing what we're already doing. We're going to bring awareness to, uh, to, to both pro second amendment and anti second amendment legislation and, and, uh, laws that are taking place are being implemented th across the country. Uh, we're going to provide a, a av an avenue whereby individuals can make sure that their voice is heard and the elected officials can hear their voice uh, and actually work as a, for lack of a better term, an online gathering place, uh, rallying point for individuals to be able to go out and utilize their First Amendment rights to protect their Second Amendment rights. Uh, our philosophy is all, all rights for all people, all the time. And so we're going to do that because we, just to be frank with you and make it real short, uh, is the fight for our civil rights. We got to use them or we're going to lose them. Yep. Uh, you can find us at firearmspolicy.org or on facebook.com forward slash gun policy. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Well said. Very well said. Clint, take it away. Kevin Dixie. No other choice firearms training. You're in Missouri, right? Yes, sir. Well, uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So um, I'm the guy that comes from the place that the political powers like to use when they're trying to set examples. So I'm from the inner city of St. Louis, Missouri, born and raised on the north side. I come from places that um, that people like to use just for their uh, their political game whenever it's uh, it's needed. So I am not your, your typical Second Amendment advocate. I started off um, deciding I wanted to do something to help heal the people in my community, my media community, because I saw the, the trauma and the turmoil. And I, through, throughout natural um, progression, became a civil rights advocate in, uh, when I was 16, 17 years old. And I, about five or six years later, I, I took a job with the St. Louis City Police Department and being around guns more in the legal capacity. Um, I started to see how guns could be used to protect lives, but then throughout my civil rights um, learning and then coupling that with, you know, protection and training people and learning about guns myself. I, I just had an epiphany one day and I would realize like, hmm, these, these, these gun rights are civil rights. They really coincide. It was a very natural thing. Nobody had to preach that to me. It just, it made sense. And that uh, my, my teachings and my lessons to people throughout the years got me to realize that, you know what, um, you need to really understand the history of these things. So I started incorporating uh, how firearms in particular were used in the history of this country to demonize all types of people. Uh, but even when you look at gun laws, uh, gun laws actually predate the establishment of this country. Mm -hmm. They literally do. Uh, so we, we have to um, educate people on that and educate in the right way. So I decided to not only do that, but to teach people what guns were for. Uh, we shouldn't be using guns as a tool of violence. They are meant for something much deeper. And that just led me into this progression of educating people not only in self-protection, but civil rights and their gun rights and how to use guns the right way and the risk of our 
freedom and the rest of our civil rights if we lose them. Um, I was just a kid, just had a message and four years ago, um, somebody put a mic in front of me. I did get a lot of encouragement from the Reverend. Uh, I was a, a fan of his, watched his stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna get out and I'm gonna start talking. And I realized that there's a lot of unity out there. There's a lot of uh, ways we can bring this country together. It's not even necessarily about <clears throat> black, white, rural, urban. It's really we the people and not them the government. And I don't think that we've done enough to realize the power in we the people. Um, now we can sit down as we the people and talk about where we all come from, our differences, how we came to where we are, cultural differences, things like that. But at the end of the day, we can have polite discussions about that as long as we contain the power of who we are. Um, and we really, really tap into that and we control as Anthony said, our wannabe political masters, which really, I don't know how the dog started walking us, but we need to turn it back around. Yeah. Um, and so I wanna make sure that when I speak, I'm gonna talk about what used to separate us, now unites us. Uh, so a lot when you get into the history of civil rights, yes, guns were used for um, indigenous uh, people, African-Americans, those gun control laws were very unfortunate, very mean, very straightforward. But however, everything progresses, everything evolves in life. And guess what? You, gun, gun laws that started for one group of people now encompasses everybody. They want everybody to be under the thumb. They want everybody to be under control. And so that's what I want to speak about, how we all come together through uh, understanding our history, because 1776 does not resound with everybody. I don't, despite how you feel about that. There are different times in history. If I bring up 1921, uh, 1865, there are different dates in history where different people connect. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter why you're here, as long as we're all here on the same page. So I want to give a voice uh, to the Americans that are just tired of being politically separated or even separated by race or ideology, but how we can all come together to uh, take control of our country back and make sure we remain free. Excellent. Yeah, our true, our true uh, strength as a constitutional republic is, in, is an armed and educated citizenry. And the politicians are afraid of that because we are the true fourth check and balance of, a, of our government. And as you said, I don't think many people really understand that or understand the responsibility that comes with that. So I, I love your message, man. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody that wants to find me, you can uh, simply look up The Real NOC. You used to be able to look up No Other Choice uh, Firearms Training, but the word firearms is very naughty in social media. So uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to stop being restricted and uh, harassed, I had to drop that. So it's The Real NOC, or you can just look up Kevin Dixie. Uh, that's D as in dog, I-X-I-E. Um, and you can find me everywhere. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And, and you're welcome back anytime. Actually, that goes to all of you guys. You're yep. welcome on the show at any time. No, so we'll keep it. the show moving. John Patton, uh, the Gun Collective, right? You you were partnered up or still are with Adam Kraut. I know Adam. Uh, you were all from Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah, man. We're uh, down in the southeast corner of Pennsylvania. Um, Adam is a good friend of mine, has been for a long time. I've known Adam since before he was a lawyer, even, if you can imagine that. Wow. Back, back in the days when he looked like an extra for an Oasis concert. <laughs> uh, Adam Adam's a good friend of mine and he's he's doing some really incredible work but uh I I run the Gun Collective it's a I don't even know how to explain it to most people it's a place where we put videos about guns on the internet that's the most simplified way to put it uh, we cover a little bit of everything new products gun laws uh we do scientific testing non-scientific testing we like to have fun we do high-speed videos, blah, blah, blah. We cover it all when it comes to guns. Excuse me, when it comes to guns. Uh, when it comes to the rally this weekend, uh, the thing that I wanted to focus on is something that I find 
uh, I get as a response when I try to encourage my own audience to step up, like get off your rear end. And, and they always meet with, I can't, uh, I don't know how, what do I do? Just, just question marks in their brain. And what I would like to do is encourage people to take a stand and say, look, we are not, we are no longer going to sit idly by and be treated this way. We're, we're being treated like criminals, like we've done something wrong when the right that we're all getting together for is enumerated in the U.S. Constitution. The Constitution has lost meaning to a lot of people, but I feel like it's very important to remind our own community that we can and should take a stand whenever possible. And that doesn't mean being uh, you know, belligerent. That means being educated and being wise in the way that we move forward. So that's, that's really it. I, I think we've got some incredible people lined up. It's a really, really interesting group. I, I have never seen this wide of a variety of speakers at an event like this, which is incredible. I'm really, really excited to hear what everybody has to say personally. Like I'll be sitting there next to the stage just listening because these are the voices that will carry us forward. Right now, this is, this is a stepping stone forward. And I hope not only does it encourage me, but I hope that it encourages the entire audience that's there. Um, if anybody wants to find me, just punch in The Gun Collective into your Google machine, and I'll be there. My face will be there. Excellent. Excellent. We'll have to meet up somewhere in the central part of the state sometime and throw some lead down range or something. That, that's what I like to call pencil tucky. Yeah, well, that's actually where I grew up. <laughs> I, I had to put a I put up a, a map of Pennsylvania for Josh Prince because he accused me of saying that uh, the central part of Pennsylvania was east. And I said, well, the central parts of Pennsylvania is Pennsylvania. East is east. And then everywhere west is Pittsburgh. And then Philadelphia is New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's the hills in the middle that nobody really ever talks about. Harrisburg, Pittsburgh and Philly. Everything else is just. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Well, God bless Pennsylvania. How about it, right? So, Michael Sedini, Walk the Talk America, Avidity Arms. You're out in Las Vegas. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I'm out in Las Vegas. I uh, I grew up in New Jersey. Um, you, you know, I've been in the industry for a while uh, on the business side of things. My family owned uh, one of the largest importers in the United States. Uh, they brought in. You know, companies like Bursa, Llama, uh, Metro Arms, Grand Power. Uh, about a year ago, I decided to start a nonprofit organization that dealt with the intersection of mental health and firearms. And it, it took off and I sold my company to do this full time. So now I am officially Walk to Talk America. And I also have Avidity Arms with Rob Pincus. And that is kind of our side project. That is our Chinese democracy <laughs> um, for like guns and roses. It's taking a long time, but we're getting there. Um, we all have other jobs. That's what we do. But I'm excited for this rally because I'm going to bring the mental health perspective, um, along with the firearms industry or the two, a community, both have been stigmatized for years. Um, we never talked to each other. We never communicated. Um, and that's what walk talk America is here to do is bridge that gap. Uh, we, educate mental health professionals on the barriers they might face when speaking to the 2A community. And on the flip side, we educate the 2A community on, you know, 
the misconceptions of mental health and what they might face when talking to a mental health profession, professional or clinician. So, uh, you know, you could look us up online, uh, WTTA.org or on social media at Walk the Talk US. But that's what I do. And uh, I'm really excited for this. I, I don't believe that there is a one size fits all representative for the 2A community. Um, so I can't wait to show people. I'm bringing uh, some people to the rally. I was in D.C. last week working at the White House on a task force, and I made them aware of this rally. Um, I just want to pe see people, you know, there's 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 more than one size fits all, and this rally is the epitome of that. So Awesome. Well, that's great. I, I really appreciate all the work you guys are all doing. I, I have to admit in front of our audience, I will not make it to the rally. I have a previous ex uh, engagement that I just uh, – I. I have to honor, so I won't be able to make it down there, but I'll be there in spirit with all you guys. And I certainly have done everything I can personally to help promote the, uh, the rally. And of course the cause for Liberty is something I'm, I'm very used to uh, dedicating a great deal of my own resources to promoting as well. So uh, any final thoughts or comments from anybody? We kind of did this very segmented, but we're all here. Does anything, anybody want to say something or sing, sing a song or <laughs> sing a song <laughs> or, or recite poetry? Maybe, I don't know. Anything that is on your mind? Go ahead, Robert. One of the, one of the things I like, um, there's a, when I first started and I was blown away by the community that existed that I didn't know before I got started, that the people who care about this country, the people who take the time to protest, to take the time to, to go to conferences, to meet people, to spread the, the message, we don't get the kudos that's necessary. And sometimes you have to like be your own cheerleader. And this time, having us around with each other I can just tell when we leave out of here this weekend, you're going to be on fire. You're going to be kind of like giving us some extra juice. I'm just going to put gas in your tank. And it reminds me of an old African proverb that says that none of us is as strong as all of us. Amen. You know, I wish, I wish that people would, um, uh, somebody said earlier, I forget, I apologize. I forget who mentioned it. Um, but the whole thing about the, the infighting, is something that I find very interesting because I, I even though I, I train people, I teach people how to stay alive, I do product reviews, I talk about guns and guns are cool and we get into the intricacies and all that stuff is great. Uh, one thing I've noticed uh, when when this community came along to, to back up the reverend, it's a lot of great individuals. I hope that this rally, as John mentioned, there's going to be a lot of different people. You know, it's going to be a, a kind of a melting pot, right? We all get to learn from each other, hear each other, get fired up by each other. I hope that not only the people on the panel, but even the people in attendance or the people that see the videos later realize that if we all stood here right now, we'll sit here right now and started fighting, you achieve nothing. It's the same thing with which you're, which you're using your social media platforms for, no matter if you got one follower or a million. You know, we need to make sure that we understand that we're all on the same page. Don't be offended because somebody has a perspective. Uh, I have had the pleasure of talking to many of the gentlemen on the panel consider many of these gentlemen friends, but we're not going to agree about everything, right? There are going to be some things that we definitely don't see eye to eye about. But, you know, I've noticed that we allow collectively, we allow the things that make us different to cause turmoil in our ultimate goal, which is just to remain free to disagree. But, you know, we like to we like to fight and bicker and try to say who's coolest or who's stupid <laughs> or, you know, things like that. We, we really have to let that go. I like to remind people that when we were all, uh, you know, 20 or 21, we looked at the the, the elders to, to lead us, right? They're like, oh, these guys are running the world. You're going to lead the world one day. Well, guess what? It's your world now. You are leading it. And what example are you setting? Are we going to set up a, a world where it was just about 
argument and being divisive? Or are we going to set up a world where we can teach people to interact, be polite to each other, be armed in case of whatever, and to, to grow and be mature in a discussion? Um, I was really, really frustrated when about four years ago, when I got into the 2A side of things and was even shunned. And that's why I love what Mike does. Uh, through one of my programs, I talk about mental illness and tell them my, my struggle about depression and anxiety when I was a teenager, coming up in an environment I came up in. And it amazed me how many people that were pro-gun like spit at that, like were just disgusted that you would be that open. Um, and then I started noticing from the political sphere, uh, all the derogatory terms, you know, libtard or whatever, whatever other terms you throw out. And like, you're, you wanna be right so bad, you're willing to lose the war. And I really hope we come to the point where we realize that everybody on this panel, this is our world right now. We get to set the tone for it. What are we setting? Everybody at that rally, it's your world. What are we gonna leave behind? Are we gonna be, you know, freedom fighters and still be different when we go home? Or are we just worried about being the most obnoxious jerk in the crowd and, and feel like that we had a voice for a moment? So I just really hope that people look at this panel as a representation of this country and they take that back home and realize that it takes all of us individually to be united to be strong. Awesome. That's the that's the whole ever loving point of, of my organization, the Trigger Pressers Union. I mean, we all press triggers, you know, whether it's I guess I kind of made a, a rhyme the other day, whether it be, you know, ARs, bolt, bolt guns, flintlocks or glocks, you know, we all press triggers and everyone has a different reason for using that tool, whether it be a tool, a righteous tool of self-defense or hunting equipment or sporting gear or, or what have you. But uh, we need to respect that about one another and and support one another with that. So I, I love that message, man. That's, that's, that's a great message. No, along those same lines, I think it's, uh, I think it's important for us to understand that this, you know, it's important. And I get the, the one thing about this rally is an opportunity for us to come together and kind of preach to the choir, but ultimately we're compelled to go out to the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in. Hmm. We have a message that, that, that people need to hear that this is not just about people who like guns or people, you know, who train with firearms. This is about each and every, um, every, each and every individual's fundamental rights. And so it's important that whatever we do and we, when we're there is number one, we understand that it's not just about coming together. It, we're coming together for a rallying point, but we're coming together to, to, to eventually go out and, and, and work together mm -hmm. in order to send a message to those who either haven't heard it or just haven't heard it in a way that has resonated with them yet. And with the, the, the diversity, like I talked about earlier that we have of, of, of speakers and activists, there is not a there is not a person that cannot be reached uh, by the folks who are going to be participating in this event. Yeah, very true, very true. I, well, I don't know. I, I'm going to challenge that. I, I challenge you to reach Eric Swalwell. <laughs> 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 I'd like to, uh, if possible, add something. Uh, you know, my range is 14 miles from New York City, and I'm the melting pot of gun ranges. You know that you've seen it here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a combination of Noah's Ark and the United Nations at any given day. And as a capitalist, the only color I see is green. And what we have to focus on with this rally is it's bigger than any individual ego or organization. The sure. infighting is definitely our Achilles heel. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I had a, I have a, a gay, uh, shooter have plenty of them but one comes in and tells me that when he came out that he was a gun owner he got massive crap from the gay community that he was a gun owner but he got zero crap from the gun community mm -hmm. that he was gay mm -hmm. 
And that's what we're about. You know, gun people are the best people. In all the years I've been teaching, if I'm in a range shooting and there's somebody in a port next to me and they ask me what I'm shooting, we've all done this. You'll say, oh, it's the new Glock 34. Want to try it? Did you ask that person what their sexual persuasion was, their religion, what color they were? I don't care. If that same guy asked me for a dollar out on the street, I would tell him to get a job in a snide, <laughs> in a snide manner, right? But meanwhile, I just hand somebody my gun and let him shoot five, ten dollars worth of my ammo. I've done that a thousand times. And that's what we are at the grassroots level. The problem is, as you get to the top, you get these egos. Who wants credit for this? Who wants credit for that? I just want to win. Anybody that disagrees with me, I've had disagreements with Rob Pincus, and we've basically made a pact that if we get a big win, him and I are going to have a celebrity death match. <laughs> <laughs> that's only a joke, but that's what we have. Whoa, 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 whoa. that can't be a joke. I, 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 <laughs> we'll do it. The fact that you get All to right, shoot we'll do it. Lock thirty-four. Right. Being from California, we don't get to shoot new guns. You heard it on here, Sorry though. We got to we got to get the rights to record that celebrity death <laughs> between the two. You got it. You got it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's uh, this this is an awesome group. Any anybody else have any uh, last last words of wisdom? Reverend, if, if uh, you would be so willing to indulge, if anyone would like to join or not, uh, Matt and I, we've talked about faith on our show quite a few times. Would you be interested in maybe saying a prayer to help bless the, the uh, event for us right now? Sure, sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to, to say these words. These are your words. As you told David to speak, we asked, oh God, you would um, bless our hands and our fingers, you have told us that you have given us power over everything. All we have to do is just acknowledge you. And then from that point on, we can go bless our hands that make war and our fingers to fight. Thank you for opportunity to do this, to be stronger, to be close to each other, protect us and allow us to be protectors. We ask this blessing in the name of your son. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Back of my back of my challenge coin. That's right. The back of my challenge coin actually has that right on there. So that's uh, my company challenge coin. I actually have the oh nice that scripture right there. So I'll show it to you when we uh, we meet up in in DC. Thanks for being on, everybody. Drive safe, Godspeed, and we will see you in DC. Thanks again, fellas. All right, man. Shalom, baby. Hey there, fellow American gun owners. If you haven't heard the news yet, on November 2nd, on the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol Building in Washington, D.C., we are going to be gathering. And I hope that means me and you and a lot of our other friends inside of the firearms community, mostly leaders and advocates. That's what I think is going to show up in Washington, D.C. on November 2nd. And I'm talking about thousands of them because we are the gun lobby. Gun lobbying is a grassroots thing. It's not an organization. It's not one person. It's not just the people on the internet. It's not you sending a check off to some organization and assuming that you've checked the box and done everything you need to do for the Second Amendment. Join us. Be heard. Learn. Get educated. There's going to be some great speakers, influencers, experts, and again, advocacy leadership is going to help all of us. The effort that we have ahead of us for the next year and for probably many years thereafter, defending and celebrating our Second Amendment rights. Join us November 2nd, Washington, D.C., SecondAmendmentRally.com. We've got a lot of sponsors that make this show possible. Check them out and give them your business. This episode of Meet the Pressers is made possible with the generous support of TheLawOfSelfDefense.com, Nikon, Shooter Technology Group, ASP, 
Saber Red, the Safer Faster Defense Responder 2.0, and Lee Armory. Thank you. And until next time. This is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers. 